0: Welcome back to the reality served real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we have a lot to talk to you about. We'll try not to take up too much of your time. We'll try to, you know, go as quickly as we can, but we have finales to talk about. We have premieres to talk about. We have the challenge to talk about and so many things that are coming up in like towards the end of the month and the next month. And um, I guess even leading into the beginning of March. So we have a lot to talk about today, and yeah, I'm always excited to um, we, to talk about finales and premieres, so this this should be a, a great episode, and I guess to our listeners, you know, um, I know we didn't record an episode last week, we just, we all had conflicting schedules and the three of us couldn't all get together, and um, you know, we have, like I said, finales to talk about, so of course I, I want... Um, Michelle and me and to be able to say whatever we want about both of those shows. I don't think Abby watched The Circle or The Traders, but if she did, then of course her final thoughts too. But final thoughts are always so much fun. So that's why we didn't record last week and um, we have a lot coming to you this week. So we're, let's just go ahead and get started here um, with something that was not A finale or premiere let's let's start with the challenge we have two episodes of the challenge um to talk about and the first one was episode 15 and personally i think that this was one of my favorite episodes in like years i thought it was such a good episode did you like this episode it's funny this morning i took some notes when i was watching it and I
1: knew we were recording today, so I'm like, I gotta go look at my notes. I don't even remember what happened. I, I guess it didn't phase me one way or the other. What did you like about it?
0: Um, I guess a lot of things. Like, okay, so first it started with I. Th- it started with the elimination, the not so fast elimination, and I guess like maybe that's like what started the episode on such a good note for me because that's my favorite elimination. I love that elimination. That's I gotta say. I- I think balls in is my favorite, but that's probably my second favorite. I agree. I like that. So, um, it was Casey and Kenny versus Anissa and Jordan. Jordan, and they had to um, construct. You know, well, we know it. Not so fast. They had twenty minutes to to construct it, and Jordan was like really pushing Anissa, and like he was being like pretty aggressive, but she seemed to like be the type of person to take that well. She seem to need that. Um I thought that there were a lot of good quotes in in that elimination. Um I don't have to, you know, necessarily go through them now, but um uh, I wrote some of them down just because I I know that I'll be on the I'll, I'm a a dec, uh yeah, a diesel level patron, so I'll be on the Challenge Mania award um Nomination Zoom, and so I like kind of wanted to have some of those f- to be able to pull up then because I just thought it was like such a good episode and like you know even oh, like from the elimination like people's commentary you mean yeah hmm like Kenny he him saying that like there is okay so Kenny says our strategy is to use our endurance which is overall better than the other team to do crazy thing uh, uh, the uh, I'm sorry than the other team to do crazy things and make this as difficult for them as possible. Okay. So basically from that, I don't care about any of it besides the, our strategy is to use our endurance, which is overall better than the other team. So he thinks that him and Casey's endurance is better than Jordan and Anisa's. So basically he's like ba- judging that team based on Anisa. or Kenny has no idea what the F he's talking about because, um, Jordan is like a triathlete (laughs) I that's so funny you mentioned that quote
1: because I tweeted that when the challenge uh official account tweeted uh the preview before the episode aired that Mm -hmm. shocked me so I tweeted about that quote and that's so funny that you mentioned that
0: yeah so it's just like I don't know and then like um like Johnny and Casey have this exchange where Johnny's like there's no di- time to discuss. You just got to fucking move. And Casey's like, well, we're tied together. So we kind of need to have some kind of conversation. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, yeah, that, that whole elimination. <laughs> I just, I don't know. And then there's like-
1: also something Tori said, hold on. Cause I tweeted this too. Tori said something so effective, maneuver their body. Uh, Kenny and Casey can maneuver their bodies more easily and quickly,
0: because they're a similar size. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And then, like, Jordan just, like, being, like, so... I don't know, like, on Anissa, like... Anissa's like, Jordan, wait. He's like, no, we are not waiting. We are not waiting. Let's go. <laughs> right through here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: <laughs> like, see you just give me a fucking second. He's like, no, no seconds. <laughs> no more can'ts yeah just yes you can't She, can't. she can't. oh so funny she's like okay okay so that one was she says I can't he goes no more cans. just yes you can she goes ow no ows we can't we don't feel pain <laughs> I don't know I was just oh dying. that's a good one <laughs> I think that one was my favorite or like Olivia. She's like, they're siblings, but one is one was born to be an athlete and one was born to be the sweetest person in the world. <laughs> that was really good, too. I remember that. That was really good. So I don't know. There was just like and then Johnny has a part of his merch collection right now is, oh, my cooch. <laughs> From when Anissa fell on the
1: bar. Oh, I missed that. That's funny. I was going to ask you who said I mean, I I was
0: guessing Anissa. (laughs) Yeah, she like fell on the bar. Yeah, she like fell on the bar and she goes, oh, my cooch. And then you should like go. I'm sure that there's a clip of it on Twitter somewhere of of her saying like, oh, my cooch. And then Bananas is in the audience just dying laughing. She's like, she said my cooch. <laughs> it's just like the most immature thing in the entire world. So I I guess like this elimination just like the commentary that went o- along r- with it and it being my elim- my favorite elimination like, you know, of eliminations, it just like set the set the tone for a good episode for me, I thought. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get it now. You're right, it was pretty funny. <laughs> and then- <laughs> and then so um Anisa and Jordan They win that elimination, sending Casey and Kenny home. And so Jordan and Anissa are now back in the house. We have our daily challenge where um, they, it's called Runaway Ride. I also like this daily. I thought it was kind of cool, especially like because some people, it didn't fade, like the moving car didn't phase them at all. And some people like got super sick because car sickness is definitely a thing. And they were being, yeah. and they were being thrown around. And so It looked
1: so difficult. The, the the way they were being tossed around it looked so difficult. I can imagine that's one where I can imagine you being like, All right, I'm done. So I'm not surprised like a couple people were just like, Let's just
0: lock it in and be done. Yeah, so what it's interesting that um so basically the bus was was full of these like hundred plastic balls and they had to um go around in this like flying bus basically flying around this like racetrack hitting all these like obstacles and going around obstacles and different things or whatever and um they there were like signs that had keys on them to tell them which balls they needed and they needed to stack the balls accordingly. So um I thought it was really interesting because they told us how many balls were correct for every single person besides two teams. So Amber and Chauncey had seven of 10 balls, correct. Anissa and Jordan only got one ball, correct. Um, Fessy and Mariah had eight out of 10. Tori and Devin had eight out of 10. And then it didn't tell us how many Olivia and Orazio got or Nani and Bananas. And um, so it was definitely, you know, between those two for who the winner was going to be. And Bananas and Nani uh, took it out. They they won with all all 10 balls successfully. Yeah, I I noticed that too. Where they kind
1: of were like edit edited it that way mm-hmm. to keep the suspense, I guess, going.
0: So now that we're down to five teams, they had to save one team, and the other four teams were up for elimination. So they chose to see to save um, Mariah and Fessy. Which I mean, good for Mariah in her social game because her connection with bananas is definitely what got these two saved. Um, yep. Yeah, and so then the other three teams go into deliberation or four teams go into deliberation um, to see, you know, which one, who's going to go in. And Amber and Chauncey decide that they want to be the direct vote. Chauncey... Apparently, that was, like, the most controversial thing in the world, which I still
1: don't understand.
0: Yeah, so Chauncey and Amber... um. They say, I've I've listened to both of them on a couple podcast interviews, and they say that it's because Chauncey DQ'd on the, the challenge before this when they were still in teams, and he felt guilty about that, and he wanted to, like, prove himself because he um didn't do that heights challenge. And so he wanted to go into elimination for supposedly that reason. And Amber said that, like, she didn't even really want to do this season – when she was there, like, she was, like, ready to compete, but, like, she did this season for Chauncey because she wanted him to experience, so she was just, like, down with whatever he wanted to do. Okay, that makes sense. So, they go to elimination. The elimination is called Rumble-Tumble, um, and basically, the two players have to start, like, back-to-back, and there are six stacks of blocks. They get to... um they have to, like, pull each other to the blocks and knock them over. So this was, like, very similar to the elimination that we saw on Invasion of the Champions. But it was a three-way elimination that time. Like, it was Ashley, Amanda, and Nicole when, like, Ashley and Amanda, like, teamed up and, like, drugged Nicole. And yeah. ends up making the them. final and she won. So it's that elimination, but it was only two people instead of three. Basically. And so um, Donnie and Bananas put in Chauncey and, and Amber as their direct vote. And so we go to the safe dagger and Olivia and Horacio pull the safe dagger and they have to choose between ch- saving Anissa and Jordan or Tori and Devin. And they choose to, to save Tori and Devin and... I listened to a couple podcasts, or Orasio did, and he said that the reason that he did that is because cumulatively, Tori and Devin had thrown them in twice, Tori has said his name twice, and cumulatively, um, Jordan and Anissa have thrown him in three times, Jordan had said his name once, and Anissa had said his name twice, so that was his reasoning for um, why he chose Devin and Tori. Which ends up working out for them, it seems um in the next episode, but Anissa I mean it's like not even a competition, and she's like obviously like way has a lot of weight on amber, and she just kind of drug her drug her around the ring, and she wins very easily three to one. The Jordan and Chauncey one was a little a little more um fun to watch in my opinion because they went. You know, they like each got one. It was one-to-one. And then it was two-to-two. And then eventually, when it comes to the last one, um, Jordan ends up winning it. So, Amber and Chauncey get eliminated.
1: Yeah, that was, mo- that was more of a battle between the two versus Amber. hmm yeah.
0: So, sad to see Amber go, but I definitely think that um, – they were a good team to have. I mean, her and, and Michelle, I think, were really, like, the other side of the Vacation Alliance, and you just, like, you need that in order to have good TV. Yeah. So I then- love it. Oh, she was probably my favorite
1: on the season. Yeah. Um, although, I forget, Darrell and Veronica were on this season. Like, what the
0: hell? Like, this season's been going on for far too long, and yeah. we still have four episodes to go. Like, literally, okay, so now we're on episode 16, (laughs) and in episode 16, um, we find out pretty much right away that Bananas is the only person who has not been in elimination that is left in the game. Abby, how do you feel about that?
2: I'm sorry. I just got off the phone with my son, who just blew my mind about something and whatever
0: um okay question again okay so bananas is the only person left in the game who has not been in elimination so far this season how do you feel about that
2: I mean it doesn't shock me
0: really why
2: because everyone is typically up his ass he has a great like social game i don't know because i haven't watched this season so i don't know if he's keeping that up but he, he's the face of the challenge for males so no that does not surprise me
0: wow yeah i think that it's like the stupidest thing in the world um what well, we'll see you later when well yeah stupid.
2: it is stupid like why do n- people not and I don't even remember the winners of this season, to be honest. That's
0: okay. Even though I knew
2: sense. them at one point, but yeah, that's, I well, I will that never that's understand. Okay. It. No,
0: that's okay. But yeah, well, I know,
2: I know. But I <laughs> I just yeah, no, yeah, it shocks me that, or it does not surprise me, but it it should because people are stupid
0: like so stupid and the fact like
2: okay so oh kyler said they are not we're not allowed to say that word
1: (laughs) oh i think i just want to say i think as far as banana is not going in i think he benefited from nani and her relationship with casey and no one wants to piss off casey because then you're pissing off fessy and then you're pissing off Tori. it's like this whole chain reaction so i think he really benefited
0: from that yeah i think he really did too but okay so that I guess brings us to our daily challenge. Um we it is called Frozen Senseless and basically what they have to do is they have to dig under underground under under this like barricade and um go to an ice or run the other way and um uh, okay. Let me slow down. They have to one person, they have to run to two opposite ends of the field. One person's end, they have to um feel inside of this box and try to figure out what uh, these three different cubes are and the other person has to go to the puzzle station and they're the eyes of like what the actual puzzle pieces are so then they have to come back to the middle which is an ice bath and they have to communicate all of this while in the ice bath once they're out of the ice bath they have to go And um, try to figure out, based on what the other person said, what is going on in this box so that they can make an exact replica of it um, for the puzzle or whatever. So Did you
1: watch this? And were you like, would I be, I was watching this like, I think my husband and I would kill each other if we were trying to do this. Like, explaining the way the different squares were with the symbols i'm like i know i would just go nuts with him trying to explain that to me
0: <laughs> that's what i thought when i was watching it well i think that like we saw that with bananas and nani like they really struggled to explain it to each other but yeah. so i listened to um the official challenge podcast where wait can i just say so uh, what i'm getting from that
2: is michelle and seth should not go on the amazing race oh,
1: together. Oh, oh someone would be dead someone would be dead absolutely
0: not I would never do that ever <laughs> that's so funny um okay so <laughs> that's funny um so I listened to the official po- challenge podcast and Devin and Devon interviewed Tori and in that interview, actually, I shouldn't say I listened to it. I've listened to about half of it. So I did listen to this part of it where she said that it took them five trips. And Devin's strategy was not was to do one side of each block at a time. So they were working on the back of the block for all three blocks. They were working on the front of the block for all three blocks. They were working on the top of the block for all three blocks. And that was their strategy and how they won. They did gr- I mean I you know I don't want to give them credit cuz I don't like them but they did great. They really did. It was it was good. So in this one we only have four teams um well four teams up for elimination. So the deliberation isn't who sent into elimination. It is just um who is um going to be the direct vote So then here we see a stupid bananas phone call to Wes. What do you think about these bananas Wes calls that they keep having? We had one during all-stars too. I'm not surprised
1: they do it. They're forced, whatever. I don't know. It would make more sense if they showed Devin and Wes talking, but fine.
0: All right, whatever. I agree with that. Absolutely. It would make way more sense if Devin and Wes talked, but I thought it was funny that, um, they gave him a different name every single time. Yeah, so he was Perfect. like, "Yep." He um, was like three-time challenge winner, Banana's bestest friend ever, Banana sidekick, Banana's life coach, has a dog named Penny. I thought that was great. Um, internationally, a renowned genius and scumbag. It's their way
1: of like keeping these names and these people in the show Wes can't do every season right so it's like it's the way of keeping Wes on the show keeping him a star so that when he does come back people are excited for him do you think that they get paid to appear like like that no not like that i don't think i mean i don't
0: okay. know it's a good question i didn't even think about it but i really wonder um Okay, so basically, uh, when they get into a deliberation after, after everything, Olivia and Horacio, Horacio say that if they're going to pull the safe dagger, they're going to save Jordan and Anissa, which it's Tori and Devin's goal to keep Jordan and Na- Anissa safe. So this is good news to them. If Nani and Bananas were to draw um, the safe dagger, they would choose Anissa and Jordan. We're kind of led to believe that if Anissa and Jordan pulled the safe dagger, that they also were going to save Olivia and Horacio. But according to Tori on the podcast, she said that they were going to save um, Ban- Bananas and Nani.
1: Yeah, I think, I think even though you did see Anissa working Olivia, and it seemed like Olivia was very charmed by her, I do agree with that. I do think she still would have saved Nani and Bananas.
0: And then Fessie and Mariah think that they should send in bananas and Nani because bananas is a, a seven time champ. So this is the part that is really controversial and like do we throw like do we throw in bananas who's a seven time champ and Nani or do we throw in Fessie and Mariah who on the mini final did like did leaps and bounds better than like anybody else in our in a final, maybe one of the strongest teams. But you also have to like consider that it's like not just running like yes, both of them can like outrun Nani like any day. But at the same time, like Nani could out eat Fessy any day. So you know, there's just like so many like pros and cons of like who actually would be better in a final. And they end up deciding that they think that Fessy and Mariah are the better team to throw in. Now, Here's my, like, biggest qualm with all of it. If this wasn't the first time that Bananas was, like, really being considered to be thrown in for elimination, then, like, this would not be a problem. Like, Fessy and Mariah and, and Bananas and Nani, if you don't want to be in this situation... Those people needed to go into elimination earlier, and I know that both Fessy and Mariah saw elimination. I'm, yeah, I'm aware, but like, then keep trying. Like, like Jordan said, yeah, you know, a few episodes ago, like he's going to eventually lose. You have to keep throwing him in, yeah. So. That's that's my biggest qualm about it is that like this should not even be a conversation. We have one team left to eliminate. You're going to have to run against one of them. You're Yep. That's not smart. So, um we get to the elimination and it's called Bridget. And so basically what they have to do there are these like ropes and they have missing rungs that it, that are needed to get up the ropes and they have to start at the bottom and use the same three rungs to get up the whole rope. This reminded me of the challenge that they did that like nobody could complete where they were when they were on the side of a truck a couple seasons ago. Do you remember that challenge? Yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yep. It yeah. does. It reminds me of that. You're right. With that wait, that was Challenge USA. Was it? With Anne, remember Angela? Oh did yeah, it? Angela won. She was the only one. Yes, that's exactly what this this one reminds me of. Yes. Or instead of on a car, it was on a on it was a rope. And you were like building a ladder, basically,
1: is probably the best yeah. way to describe it.
0: Yeah. So if yes, exactly. They're building a ladder to get to the top. So if they fall or they drop it, then they have to start over. So Tori and Fessy decide that the um Tori and Fessy. I don't know why I said that. Mariah. um, Tori, yeah. Tori and Devin oh. decide <laughs> to throw in Fessy and Mariah into elimination. <laughs> and so then we get to the safe dagger. Horacio and Olivia pull the safe dagger and they, obviously they save Anissa and Jordan just like they said that they were going to. So we have Um, the elimination that everybody wanted to see, which is Mariah and Fessy against Bananas and Nani. Um, so everyone is struggling in the beginning, especially Fessy. He's just like way too big to be doing this. He, he like looks like very clumsy doing it, which is interesting because I don't think Fessy is a really clumsy person. I mean, he just won a balanced challenge. This was just like, the, I think the ropes like swaying and stuff like it just like was not made for a person his size and he really struggled with it right and you think about the last episode where the elimination
1: was catered to someone bigger versus someone smaller this one's probably catered to someone who's a little bit smaller so it's interesting mm-hmm. um, how it worked out like that but yeah Fessy really stru- struggled for sure
0: and so I think that like Okay, so one thing that Banana said on his podcast is that he thought his strategy was harder and that what he could have done, Horacio said, what I would have done is I would have picked it up with my feet. And Banana said, he's like, yeah, but I think that that was the easier strategy. And I think there's a possibility that Fessy would have been able to do that. And since Mariah was yelling over at Fessy, um, copy what he does, Look at, stop and look at Banana's stop looking poppy or whatever you know um that he was like I knew he couldn't do what I was doing and eventually I would get it done so that's why he didn't like pick them up with his feet and use his feet at all and he used the strategy that he he used see that was smart wow very smart I mean that's why he's a seven-time champ it really is yep so eventually um Banana get, Bananas gets to the top and he's just waiting for Nani to finish. And eventually Nani finishes too. She's so close to dropping her stick and she like miraculously catches it with her feet. And it was just like such a move of concentration to be able to pull that off that I was very, very impressed with Nani in that moment.
1: I was too, and I loved when like bananas was trying to help her, and she's like, "Shut up! I know what I need to do. Leave me alone." <laughs> I good loved for her for saying that. It was really um, good.
0: So then, Ban- bananas and Nani they win, and Fessie and Mariah are eliminated, and we find out that the remaining four teams make it to the final. I can't remember if it was during the episode or if it was during the episode preview, but we find out that for the first time ever, it is a 100 hour final that will span over the course of three episodes.
1: Oh, wow. I'm not looking forward to this. I, the finals were like my least favorite episodes.
0: I don't need it to be three episodes. I'm not looking forward to this. Okay. So (laughs) I was just going to say like, if we don't even, if it's three episodes and we don't even get a winner, I feel like we should just recap the whole final in in like one episode like I don't think that like when we talk about it on the podcast I don't want to talk about it next week and the week after and the week after that that sounds so boring like what could possibly happen that we can that we would want to not talk about it as one final
2: yeah no absolutely but can I go back for just a second because wasn't like nani and I I like her, but I'm not her biggest fan. Didn't she do very well in eliminations this season?
0: Yeah, she won. Yeah, she did.
2: Okay. Good for her.
0: Yeah. Very, very happy for her, for sure. Um. Okay, so wrapping up with the challenge then. Michelle, do you want to talk finales first or premieres first? Do we need to say our MVP and LVPs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You are correct. Okay, so of the first episode, episode 15, who is your MVP and who is your LVP?
1: So I gave MVP to Anissa because she basically won two eliminations and she got her elimination record back in the positive. Okay, that's a great reason. And then LVP, I had Fessy because there was like a point in the episode when I felt like he was being really condescending to mariah so mm-hmm. um, that turned me off to fessy the episode
0: how about in episode 16 our last episode before the final
1: uh i gave it to nani because uh, of her performance in the elimination and then again sorry to fessy but uh he lost you know i, I there wasn't really no one to pick from and he lost the elimination although i want to say he handled it really well i was shocked
0: yeah well, this is the first time he's been eliminated in an elimination isn't it yes and he made sure to
1: say that (laughs) okay
0: Okay. yeah Uh, but he handled it really like he
1: handled it really well I thought he was gonna be like upset he handled it really well so especially when he probably saw that and it's like it wasn't geared towards a bigger guy like he could have been salty or bitter but he was fine about it comparatively
0: I, I agree with that. I gave Fessy my LVP that episode too. And the reason that I gave him my LVP that episode, um, is for all the reasons you just said, plus like on the elimination, like he couldn't get past five steps. Like it was not even close. He could not do that. So Fessy, Fessy got my LVP for that episode. And, um, my MVP for that episode is bananas. um, he figured out how to do it the quickest out of everybody. Um, he did it well. He had strategy behind it. You know, he tried to make sure that Fessy couldn't replicate him. I mean, we don't know that in the episode. But even without that, um, finding out in the beginning of the episode that he he was the only person that hadn't been in elimination yet. Um, yeah, I definitely, I gave it to um, Bananas because I just, yeah, I think that he, he did um, – it was a really good episode for him. And then the week before I gave my MPP to Jordan. Um, I see why you gave it to Anissa. I gave it to Jordan for similar reasons, but I think Jordan is kind of the reason why Anissa was able to finish not so fast. Um, You know, the last time that and
1: yeah, she- right.
0: his- in- last time she was in that elimination, she, she lost. And it was probably because she, When she was tired, she did stop. When she said, I need a second, she did take that second. And with Jordan, she just kept going. So Jordan, I think, was the factor that really pushed Anissa to be able to do what she did. And so I gave him my MVP. And I gave Amber my LVP. Um, I know listening to podcasts that she had her reasons and let it kind of be in the fate of Chauncey. But um, as a vet, I think that she should have told him you know, like, we're an episode or two, you know, a week or two, I'm sorry, away from from the final. So, you know, that's why we're here and to take home that that million dollars. And so I think that I gave it to Amber because I think that, you know, nominating herself was just, just not the right move. And we've seen it before. You know, Tori has nominated herself and gone home. Um, Jordan has nominated himself before and gone home. Like we've seen like these people who are good at the game and doing good in this game too, have who have nominated themselves before and gone home. And it's just it's not a good idea. I gave my LVP to Amber.
1: Yeah, that was a good pick. I, I just kind of felt I'm like, they're probably going in anyway, but I get it. You're right. If if there was even a chance, they shouldn't have done it.
0: Agreed. Um, okay, so moving on to our next shows so so finales or, or premieres i guess the finales right should we just wrap those up yeah i think those will go pretty quick um so starting with the cir- circle we had one episode left i like really really hate that they gave us one episode and that's it for the finale. I wish that... I don't know. I just... there. That's it's a show that comes in blocks. It's just weird. But we find out that Oliver gets blocked before the finale. And then they have to um, do their ratings.
1: Yeah, the final rankings. Yes.
0: Which I always wish they showed us who did what. I, it annoys me. I agree. I wish that they showed us that too. But... We find out um, when everybody gets together at the very end that Jennifer got fifth place, Tamira got fourth place, Raven got third place, Chaz got second place, and our winner of the circle is Sam. And I'm super happy with her as the winner. I kind of, you know, like I said, wish it would have been Jennifer just for the like shock factor of it all. But obviously, that was not going to happen at that point. So um, I'm I'm super, super happy for Sam. I think out of everyone, she's, she deserves it so much. Yeah, my husband watched this with
1: me and he was shocked. He thought for sure Raven was going to win. I was rooting for Chaz, but I, I thought he peaked too early and too soon. And that person who's the favorite from the beginning never wins the show. It's always like someone who's kind of bubbling under. But I'm really happy for Sam. I would have been really happy with any of them winning, so... Except for Tamir. I don't think Tamir really did that much, but
0: Yeah, she I really wish that it was um Tom instead of Tamira in the finals. I really ended up liking Tom. Oh yeah, me too. Oh poor Tom. Poor poor Tom.
1: Poor Tom Tom felt very <laughs> betrayed by Jennifer, <laughs> aka Brett and Xanthe. You could tell he was like hurt by that.
0: Yeah, so with Brett and Xanthe um everyone seemed so shocked for that reveal which obviously I mean they got her out so early um that was that was a good episode it was fun to watch I really enjoyed the season overall do you have any final thoughts about circle I don't think so I enjoyed the season next season can they please tell us the final rankings
1: um and then next season I really I wish they would do who comes in the room at the end a little bit differently like they had Brett and Xanti already in the room. They should have been the
0: last ones to come in the room. That would have been such a good reveal. I agree with that one hundred percent. Or like maybe even like um, second to last, just because like Tamira didn't even know them. Yep, you're right. So I don't know, but yeah, I totally agree with that. My my final thoughts are just that I'm so I'm so happy for Sam. I follow a few of these people on Twitter now. Um, I don't know how long that will last but for now all the relevant i do and i just i'm super happy for her and i hope that she does good things and i really think she will so did you see that uh the real jennifer started a twitter account <laughs> that's hilarious no i did not
1: uh i don't know why it must because i must follow i think maybe i i follow chaz or sam maybe and she popped up she's an actress um and I guess that's how they found her to use her photos for the circle. But she started a Twitter account. I forget what her name is. It might have been Catherine. I'm not sure though. It wasn't Jennifer. Hmm.
0: Interesting. That's super interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I did not know that. Okay, they so could bring on. her back as like as she could catfish as someone that would be good, right? Like like they had yeah. um uh. Shoot, I can only think of Trevor's name. His wife, when she catfished oh, yeah. him, and then they had Trevor back. That was cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know her name either.
0: Um, I can only think of the name that they played as. Uh, Anyway, moving on to the traitors. We have episodes 7 through 10 here, and I like this block format a lot better um, than like the finale of The Circle, just dropping the one episode with the traitors. So we start in episode seven with Cody getting banished.
1: Oh man. He
0: wasn't a very good actor. He was a terrible I, traitor.
1: Yeah. I I think, it, I don't know if it's he just that bad or because I know how he acts on big brother. I can tell when he's lying, but he, he really screwed himself over when he went to Kyle and was like, well Ryan said he was targeting you when this per I can't remember the people but Kyle was on to him right away and I really liked Kyle on the show. I'm shocked. He's like horrible on Summer House. He's like awful. So I really liked him on the show. So And I, don't I know.
0: think it's so interesting that you say that about him because I thought the same about the uh, exact thing about Ari. Like I literally <laughs> I think I even tweeted like like, holy shit, like something like Ari is actually making good TV. Like, I can't, I can't believe it.
1: Ari came off really well. And I don't know. I don't, like, I know he's such a big person on The batch, Like, I know his name, but I didn't watch his season or anything. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah. So they end up recruiting Ari to be the next traitor. And so it's it's Suri, Ari, and Christian as the traitors now. did you like Ari better as a traitor or a faithful
1: as a faithful I don't think he was cutthroat enough or villainous enough to be a traitor so
0: I I completely eh. agree especially with what happened at the very end but um, I guess we'll get there we have our final four is Ari three Andy and Quentin um (laughs) very
1: interesting final four because Quentin and Andy were just so dedicated to being wrong about everything
0: (laughs) literally everything oh man but that is why they made it so far I think is because that's I think a glitch in the show it's like
1: if you're a good player they're getting rid of you so it's a kind of like a glitch with the show I don't know I don't know how they fix that either but I don't Well, know.
0: not necessarily if you're a good player they get rid of you because we saw Kate make it to almost the end. Yeah. Kate actually said she was there the night of the finale. Like,
1: she went home with the people the same night. They filmed this quick. You can tell.
0: Interesting. So, we get to this final four bonfire and they have to decide if they're going to end the game or if they want to get rid of one more person and Ari, Andy, and Quentin all decide that they want to end the game, but Suri decides that she wants to get rid of one more person, and Ari just self eliminates. I don't get it. Do you did you read anything about why
1: she did that? Oh, no. he was going to do that. Did she want to get rid of him? Was she try
0: What was she trying to do? Like, I don't know, but I know that Ari went on the Almost Famous podcast, and I know he talked about it, but I haven't listened to it yet unfortunately but uh, there's just so much other stuff i just i haven't had time but um uh, okay. ari just was saying like i don't need the money good luck y'all but like it was just so weird like, yeah. he was like i have my businesses and like yeah it was crazy so he but he knew who that he became a trader so he knew that there was a trader there so he knew that he wasn't sharing it with andy and quentin so basically he decided I don't. What was I can't even remember what was the prize money? Two hundred thousand. I want to say I thought it was like two hundred fifty k, or was it one hundred? It, it might have been two fifty. I don't know, but regardless, oh like, he basically decided like I don't need a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm just gonna give it to Suri.
1: That's how it felt, and it was it was two hundred fifty k was the prize money. That's how it felt, and I get I, I guess now I'm thinking about Suri was like you know. Ari didn't put the work in that I put in. So I guess that was her goal was to get him out. And it would have worked even if he didn't volunteer to volunteer leave. I think they would have picked him to go anyway because the other three were pretty tight.
0: Yeah. I think that might might be true. I think that Ari was pretty close with Andy for sure, though. Now, could, in that moment,
1: could Ari have been like a series of traitor? I know it. Or something like could they have tried to expose each
0: other? I don't Yeah. I I, I holes that I don't get. I mean, I think he could have. I think he chose not to. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, it made for a little bit of a lackluster
1: moment, but then <laughs> the ending was pretty good. <laughs> it was very yeah. emotional. It was very emotional.
0: Yeah, so Suri ends up winning the whole thing and i'm super happy for her honestly i really liked her this whole season and traitor or not i mean that's the point of the show you can't help what you are and she did a great job
1: she did great uh they were so shocked it was incredible it was, that was what was good it was like how shocked they were it was so incredible
0: so what were your overall like final thoughts of the season of the traders uh, I guess my highlights were the
1: feud between Rachel and Kate. They're both such great characters. Um, the, bu- the the challenge when they had to do all, all the bugs falling on them and they were like trying to escape the room. The fact that Rachel just like brushed it off and moved on. I'm like, I forgot. She's like really good at this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by her. I mean, I know that she's like a big like kind of similar to like you know Ari's name like I know that she's done Big Brother I know that she's done Amazing Race but I've never seen any of her seasons so she was like my my very pleasant surprise and I would say that I would love to see um her on the Challenge USA like I would love to see her on the Challenge USA
1: I think they asked her but I don't forget why she didn't go she when I was watching when so the okay whoever cast the show The Traitors also cast Snake in the Grass because Stephanie, Sari, Rachel, and Janelle were all on an episode of Snake in the Grass together. Um, and it, when they were promoting Snake in the Grass, Janelle and Rachel did some interview and they both talked about how they were asked for Challenge USA, but I can't remember why Rachel couldn't do it.
0: Interesting. Well, I hope Janelle didn't
1: want to do it because she had just come off like Big Brother where everyone targeted her. And she was like, I'm not going to another show like this and everyone's going to target me again. So...
0: Well, I really hope that she does the next season of it. I think that it was... I think I saw that it was supposed to film in March, but then I think I saw that it got pushed back. So I don't know, like, when exactly it'll film, but sometime in the spring-ish, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I was thinking, too, I've seen, like, speculations about um some MTV cast members being asked to do Challenge USA. Oh, okay. Um... I don't like that. I hope that they don't do that. But what I would be okay more so with is if they pulled from like ABC shows, like I would like to, I I don't think Ari is in any way cut out for the MTV challenge, but I wouldn't mind seeing him on the challenge USA. I wonder if they'll allow that or they want to keep it in the Paramount show family, I guess. I was just going to say, same with, like, a Blake Quartzman, but he is in the Paramount family, so that doesn't work. Oh, from... <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, the shore. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, I think that they definitely have other people, Not, I don't know necessarily for the Challenge USA, but, uh, like, on their Challenge radar, because if you have seen like them advertising the Challenge workouts at all, they have, um, uh, like, they have... Blake and Gigi they have Raven from Love is Blind they have some people from RuPaul's Drag Race they just like have like a lot of people who've never been on the challenge um, oh, well, I, saw cool. jo- I saw Joseph and Kylan from Big yeah. Brother mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so there are like a lot of people who haven't been on yet that I mean I guess like Kylan is Challenge USA but still you know people who haven't been on it's it's interesting to see that these are the people that they're looking at and you know that because they're incorporating them, you know? Yeah. Okay, so really quickly, I'm going to talk about, um, or I guess like, yeah, that's that's kind of my, my final thoughts on everything. I thought it was a really good season. Um, I can't wait for the Trader season two. Yep. Yeah, and I thought I got to give Alan Cumming props as the host. He was just really great. And I thought it was so funny, too, that somebody said his name, and I think it was the second to last episode, and Sari was like, Alan? Who's Alan? (laughs) I missed that. That's hilarious. I missed that. They were, like, in the cars, and somebody was like, yeah, and Alan did this, and she's like, who's Alan? I was dying. I thought it was so funny. Um, Okay, so moving on to premieres, I'm just, I'm the only one that watches the show. So I'm just going to very briefly, briefly talked about it. Are you the one premiered? Are you the ones that see the show that got me into the challenge? So just really quickly, I'm going to go through um, this here. So they're, they have daily challenges that are like backyard games, basically. So what they had to do is match up like um each person with why their relationship ended if it was career infidelity or both and so the people that ended up winning were samuel and taylor they win this this challenge and they get to go on a date so they get to pick the person that they want to go on a date so samuel picks courtney and taylor picks nathan and there's like this like Physical chemistry between so many different people going on at the house. Like, honestly, more so than the people on the dates, you're like learning about some more of the house matches um, that are going on at home instead of like on these dates. So, we have like Brooke and Leo, they're like inseparable. Leo thinks that he's in love with Brooke after like one day, but Brooke is also kind of talking to Will. And then we have like First night, Brendan and Julia Ruth in the in the boom 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 room. And then the second night we have Brendan, same person who was in the boom room room with Julia Ruth, in the boom boom room with somebody else. He's with Cece. I mean, it's just like crazy back-to-back nights. And so um so we have like these like couples forming already like so early on. And so when when the people who are on a date are on the dates, that's how you find out who's a perfect match. Because the rest of the house gets to vote one of the couples that go on the dates into the truth booth. And the only way to find out if you're a perfect match is in the truth booth. So um, they end up sending in Taylor and Nathan. um, And they are not a perfect match. So uh, after they find out that they're not a, a perfect match, Nathan starts talking to Julia Ruth. Who is still kind of talking to Brendan, but not really talking to Brendan, because Brendan's also talking to Cece, and there's just like it's a mess of drama going on already. And we're not even to the first matchup ceremony yet. So we get to the first matchup ceremony, and we have like a couple little like, most of it goes pretty smoothly, but then when when um Brandon is asked like how it's going in the house, by the way, Cammy, she's the host of this. And so she asked him, she's like, how's it going or whatever? And he's like, business is booming. So then, of course, like, Cece's super pissed off at him that, you know, he, she, that she feels he's just being super disrespectful in front of everybody. And then um Hamoudi goes and he accidentally calls Taylor Courtney. He calls her the completely wrong name. And so there's just a little, a couple little, um, why, why are these people choosing each other? But then it becomes obvious when we find out that for the first time in Are You One Are You the One history, at the first matchup ceremony, there are zero beams of light, which means that there are zero perfect matches. It's a blackout, and their prize pot goes from a million dollars down to seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. They lost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars the first day.
1: Wow, that's dramatic. So how are they dropping the episodes? Are they doing one a week or is it like in
0: batches? Yeah, so um, the they dropped the first two episodes. It was like a two-episode premiere, kind of like they've done on the last couple seasons of All Stars. And then after that, it's once a week. Okay, cool. So then you can update
1: us as it goes.
0: Yeah, so we actually had the the next episode episode three is out too so um there's been three episodes of are you the one and so everybody's like obviously very upset about the blackout leo who has already fallen in love with brooke is like completely heartbroken that she's not his match. there are a couple other couples that um are not happy that they weren't a match we have brendan and cece have this like argument about how he treated her at the matchup ceremony by like saying that business is booming or whatever and they end up you know having I don't know if it's makeup sex or breakup sex or what it is because they're not a perfect match and they go back to the boom boom room after their their little fight that they have so the but I want to say they even they posted this on the are you the one twitter and I just everybody go watch this clip because This is one of my favorite moments in all of love show history. Like, it is such a cute moment. So there's this guy, Akel, and Akel um, has, he got into a really bad, I don't remember, I think it was a motorcycle accident, maybe it was a car accident. But he couldn't walk he was in a wheelchair for like nine months and now he has this leg brace and he was having problems with the screws and he's like very vulnerable and emotional and frustrated and this girl Anissa comes and she helps him with his his leg brace and it is just like the cutest moment of like vulnerability and letting somebody in that it it was so real it was so cute. Are it. they perfect matches? Well, we don't know that yet, but Anissa was chosen to um, go on the date after this next daily. Um, so this next daily, what they had to do, the only the men played and they were asked questions and their task was to place the women in order uh, um, based on the questions from one to three. And... Whoever had like the highest scores got to go on the date. So Humidi, um, he won and he picked Anissa to go on the date. And Leo also won, and since he was like heartbroken about Brooke, he picked Cece because of the way that Brendan treated her. But these two had like nothing in common. They were it was like a terrible match. But so Anissa actually went into the truth booth with somebody else. So now that they had a blackout and now that she went into the truth booth and got a no match, she knows that she's down to one of nine guys. We don't know if her perfect match is a Cal or not, but I'm like really, really, really hoping that they were. And I actually, I tweeted that um, that was like one of my, like my favorite moments of love show history and she quote tweeted it, and she's like, "Would I be biased if I said that it was mine too?" Oh, okay. so, so sweet. Aww. Yeah i I love them. I hope that. I hope that's that- awesome. Yeah, I really hope that they're a perfect match. They did pick each other at the next matchup ceremony, and this time there were two beams of light. So what that tells you is that two of the eleven couples that matched up that night are a perfect match, but it doesn't tell you who those couples are. This seems like a really hard show. (laughs) Like, to get them all right. So, yeah, but I think, like, some people are just really smart and mathematically they can kind of figure it out. Like, I know that on season three, Devin mathematically figured out who everyone's matches were based on who wasn't a match in Truth Boost. I think they had one blackout that season, maybe two, I can't remember. Um, But that obviously helps because that tells people, you know, that they're not a match and like where where the beams of light are. And there's actually this website called, are you the one math where they break it down in percentages every single week as to like, okay, so now that this happened, this person is like 10% more likely that this person's their perfect match. And it's just like, it's like, Pretty much like an Excel grid that they put into um, a website and then write about. It's interesting. So I,
1: remember, I mentioned this before. I remember
0: that. That's really cool. Are you the one, math? So that was the Are You the One premiere. Um, then we have the Bachelor premiere. So at the beginning, they have Zach talking with Sean Lowe, and then they show a a array of different different girls on the bachelor sitting at home watching after the final rose and um and finding out that zach is their bachelor in this in one of these little montages that they have um you can see that kimberly is is seen watching zach being announced and she's actually sitting with amber m from the challenge and are you the one Oh, I missed the first 20 minutes. So I missed that. Okay. She makes a little cameo actually twice. They, they show her. Um, and in the first, like five minutes or 10 minutes or something. So after that, they have intro videos and I feel like they have way more intro videos than they usually do. I could be wrong, but I remember there only being like four, maybe five, but this, this season we see intro videos from Bailey, Catherine, Christina, Charity, Greer, Brooklyn, Brianna, and Katie. So we got quite a few of them. And then we have the limo entrances. Which is really, I don't know, this is like, I've said this before, this is like one of my least favorite episodes. It's just like so gimmicky and I don't know. So Jess is the first person who's out of out of the limo and I just kind of wrote down like some of the little gimmicks that people did. So we have Ariel who missed her fly and broke her suitcase and broke her, broke her dress before she came but she made it. Um, we have Davia who gave a champagne uh, toast. Gabby had maple syrup because she's from Vermont. Greer brought him um, hot fresh coffee from New York. Um, Victoria Is from Austria and it's a tradition to give two two kisses. So she wanted to give four kisses for whatever reason, which is kind of weird. I think she should have just done the like two, (laughs) but whatever. Um, we have Anastasia who was in a power suit instead of a dress, and I thought she looked great. Um, we had Bailey, who she was one of the girls he met at the after the final The Rose, and he couldn't remember her name. And so she wore a name tag and he kissed her on the lips which is crazy because I feel like just coming out of the limo, like that never happens. So that was kind of a big deal. He obviously likes her. Um, Katie says everything's bigger in Texas. Um, Catherine um, asks him to SPF her and put sunscreen on. Um, Vanessa has trumpets playing and she throws beads because she's from New Orleans. Kimberly raps about how she's going to be his wifey-to-be. Kylie has a megaphone. Lakia licked his ear. Mercedes brings her pig because she's a pig farmer. Christina shows up on the party bus. And Brianna, the last girl out of the limo, is a girl who got America's first impression rose after the final rose. So those were kind of the limo entrances that had kind of gimmicky things and stood out to me. What do you think of the limo entrances? Not
1: really stood out to me. The only one I was like, okay, I like this. It's not cheesy. It's not corny. Was the girl who popped the champagne. I'm like, at least that's like something normal.
0: Yeah. I thought that Bailey having her name tag since he forgot her name on the after the final rose was really cute too. Oh, that was cute. You're right. That was very cute. So then they all have, well, not all, but a lot of the girls have um, the opportunity to talk to him. And um, we know that Brianna already has America's first impression rose from after the final rose, but she still gets a little bit of time with him. And then we have him giving his first impression rose to Greer. What do you think about her getting the first impression? What is going on? I like her. Did you watch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So what did you think?
2: I think she's so sweet and genuine. I thought I, I liked her too. I I really liked her. I mean, there could have been a couple other girls that mm-hmm. I felt the same way about, but at least it wasn't someone like. I was like, oh no, but I, yeah, she's adorable to me and she's, I don't know. I was happy she got it.
0: Me too. I really was. I thought, I thought she had a really good conversation with him. I really liked that. um, They talked about um, like personal things and their like. I don't know. I just, I really liked her. Yeah. I really liked her. I thought she made a good first impression. So I was happy with that. Okay. So you said that if it, that if there were a couple other girls that you thought deserved it too, who would you have given your first impression rose to?
2: Oh my God. There was only one other that stood out to me and I don't remember her name. Um, Give me a couple names and I'll tell you, because you know I don't know the names till like a okay. while
0: in. So, we but have-
2: Greer like stood out from the start to me. So,
0: so we have like Jess, Ariel, Davia, Gabby, Greer, Victoria, Anastasia, Bailey, Katie, Catherine, um, yeah. Vanessa, Kimberly, Kylie. Uh, Oh, like uh, a...
2: there was a black girl that I absolutely adored.
0: Okay, um, was it maybe Genevieve? I Genevieve. think that's yeah. I I liked her and a lot.
2: I wanted her to get the first impression. Rose,
0: I liked her too.
2: If Greer, yeah, or her or Greer.
0: I also thought that Katie had really good conversation with him. I liked um I liked her a lot too.
2: Okay, so yeah, I, I can't remember any of the names. It takes me a while. so but yes, I loved Genevieve.
0: Michelle, who would you and... have been your first impression to? Okay, I really liked
1: Jess. okay. I- I don't know why. I just really like Jess. And I feel like, to me, like so many women on these shows, like everyone looks the same to me nowadays because everyone gets the same Botox and fillers and lips and whatever else. And I'm like, wow, she looks really pretty, but she doesn't look like everyone else. And I just really... Something about her was so refreshing to me. Um, But my favorite is still
0: Brianna, who we voted for on the Bachelorette episode. I... I can see exactly what you mean about Jess. She has this like kind of like meekness to her. But then, I mean, she ended up like having great conversation and even kissed. And one thing that I really liked about this episode is that he was asking the girls if he could kiss them.
2: Yeah. And now that y'all bring Jess up, she's, yeah, I really liked her too. She seemed like so me nervous and like i'm not going to be as pretty as these other girls and i can't hang with them and i i liked her too
0: um at the rose ceremony or before the rose ceremony we had madison going up to um him multiple times and then she reproaches him again right before the rose ceremony Basically, because she wants reassurance, and instead of giving her reassurance, he sent her home. I think that's like very. I think one hundred percent she would have gotten a rose if she wouldn't have talked to him that last time. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say, who knows?
0: But I, she was a good character. The producer should have made her the him keep. <laughs> yeah exactly that's what that's what i think i think that she gives me like really strong lace vibes from when lace was on her first season of the bachelor with ben higgins like very strong lace vibes that's like i'll be on bachelor in paradise don't worry Yeah. yeah right exactly well okay so we have 10 people eliminated at this rose ceremony We have Madison, Kara, Holland, Lekia, Olivia L, Olivia M, Becca, Sonia, Vanessa, and Victoria, all eliminated. And I was looking on Bachelor data, and a couple, like, interesting stats about this many people being eliminated is is a lot. I mean, there were a lot of people eliminated, so... We haven't seen 10 people eliminated on night one since Brad Wombach season in 2011. If we do it by percentage, because there's not always exactly 30 people, um, we haven't seen 30% of the cast get cut on night one since Juan Pablo's season in 2014. And the most to ever be cut ever was Jake Pavelka's season. He cut 40% of his women on night one in 2010.
2: Wow. Well, good. maybe this season will go faster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't get what's... Why would they spend all this time casting all these people and then we don't even get to learn about 12 of them. You know what I mean? Or 10 of them, whatever it may be. Like, I would think... In my perfect world in the sh- the first night they eliminate four people. And then, they, you know, people have a chance. We get to know them a little better. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it used to be like that.
1: And then... I feel, like,
0: I feel like five out of 30 is reasonable. But 10 is a lot. Like, how do you even... Like, you do not have time to talk to all of those people. Like, I mean, I know he didn't talk to all of them. And it's just...
2: No, they're up to, like, 6 or 7 in the morning trying to talk, you know, so...
0: Yeah, I've heard that night one goes until 6 in the morning. It's crazy.
2: (laughs) So, I mean, bottom line, they should not bring that many girls in.
0: I think I can agree with that. Like, 25 down to 20 might be good or something like that.
2: I mean whatever like I said cut the season down that's fine with me but Mm -hmm. I mean maybe not bring because at this point I mean they're all there for I know some are there for love and it can happen but at this point like a lot are there just for fame
0: Mm -hmm. no I yeah I agree with that and it seems like Zach is like he He seems very genuine. He seems to, like, really want to make a connection. Um, I I just, I think that he, you know, he, he, we're calling him a boring bachelor before we ever really get a chance to know him. I know he was on the last season. I know he made it far, but there were also two bachelorettes and all of those guys got half the screen time as they normally do. So I just I think that I don't know I I hope that he shows us things that but the thing too is that it's not really even the lead that makes the show it's the girls it's the drama and it's it's so much more than just one person there there are thirty other cast members on the show twenty now yeah well we'll see so how it I think that a lot of the dresses tonight were super, super pretty. It was really, really hard for me to pick a best dressed, but um, there are a couple on- honorable mentions that I'd like to give to Holland that got eliminated tonight. I thought her dress was just gorgeous. Kimberly, um, I think her dress was just great. I-, I loved the green, I loved the side arm, I loved the slit on the leg and the slit. Kinda over the boob. I just, I, I loved her dress so much. Wait, was that the one? Because my, I, I was just thinking. I don't know the name of the person who wore it. Was it the
1: green dress with like one arm and then like kind of flowy on the bottom?
0: No, maybe there are uh, yeah, there are two green dresses, and they were like standing right next to each other during the, um, the rose ceremony. I'm going to. I'll send them to you now. But the, um, the dresses that the other dress that I really liked, I liked Katie's dress and Katie's dress had, um, Katie's dress had like, it was black and sparkly and the back had like crisscross, um, straps kind of across like the whole thing. Um, I, that
2: was beautiful. I
0: thought that that was super, super pretty. I looked that. I really liked the Brianna dress, the ode to the first impression rose that she got. Um, I, with, like, the roses on the top, I thought that that was, like, super pretty for her. And especially given the fact that um, she... Okay, I'm sending it to you right now. Um... Especially considering that she, you know, got that America's First Impression rose. And then also, I really liked Genevieve's dress too. I thought that that was a really good dress as well. So those were really um, the dresses that stood out for me. But for me, my best dress was Kimberly. I thought that it was just such a pretty dress. And I'm not just being biased because she is Amber M's cousin. I really thought that that was a great dress.
1: Christina, is it the blonde girl in the green dress from what you just sent me? That's Kimberly?
0: Mm. Let me look at it. Yes.
1: That was my favorite too.
0: But again, I like Brianna's too. So those, yeah. So those ladies are, I'm, I, what are your, I guess, final thoughts on the premiere? Who are you excited to see?
2: I still don't know any of their names. It takes (laughs) me a little bit.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Then we can get to that, you know, maybe, maybe a few episodes down, but so that, that's kind of, like I said, we had a lot of finales to talk about. We had a lot of premieres to talk about. Um, we have some reality news to talk about, too, just to kind of wrap things up here. Um, a lot of stuff coming up on February 10th. We have the Challenge Australia premiering on Paramount Plus on um, February 25th. We have the Challenge UK premiering in Paramount Plus on um The 8th of March, we have the Challenge World Championship appear premiering on Paramount Plus. Um, which obviously Australia and UK are just like feeder shows going into the world championship. But I want to like pause here for just like two seconds because I know Michelle is, is up to date on this too. Um, holy crap, did Scott Yeager go on a rant about these two premiering? He's not watching them no what he's not <laughs> oh my god I couldn't believe it he was I mean we're talking like a 50 minute rant here I could not believe it was crazy but uh,
1: he thought it was like over and just when he thought it was done he got refired up I honestly it was really entertaining so I got to give him props on that <laughs> I was- wait where
0: is this at it's, it's on there. Actually, it's on the main feed too. just the challenge mania podcast. They um, recap an episode of the challenge and they also talk about the global, but like the majority of it is talking about the global and um, Derek brings up the fact that somebody tweeted them asking them if like the UK and Australia were part of the challenge mania awards and Scott just freaked out for like 50 minutes. Like on Twitter or? No, on the pot on their podcast the podcast. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Crazy. Like literally so crazy. Um but yeah, so we have that a lot a lot of challenge coming up. Um as far as stuff that's premiering soon. I don't know. Honestly, his rant, just because he's like, nobody's going to watch this, makes me want to watch the UK and Australia more. I was kind of like, I'll probably watch it. But like, I mean, I didn't think that we would talk about it or anything, you know, especially like, I mean, but who did, I don't know. Didn't the oh. Australia show also like get canceled, like after like three episodes, like, so who yeah. cares? Yeah. I mean,
2: like, don't go on a rant for yeah that
1: long
0: like yeah yeah. yeah so I guess like for me like I'm kind of interested to see the Australia show just because it did get canceled to see like are they just not into the same things we were was it different was production like, you know what I mean I'm I'm kind of curious about it in, in those respects like they have a different host um so like I'll probably watch it but yeah like I agree with him like it is a lot of challenge content and yeah but i i don't agree with the way that he like went about it at all because first of all like you get your, he gets stats from the person that he was like blasting for 50 minutes and he like they like talk about this guy on like their patreon recaps like every single week and for him to just like shit on him i don't know i was i wasn't a fan of that at all
2: all right i'm not saying anything scott's always been good to me um but
0: no, he's always been good to me too. Like I'm I, I I'm a I'm a Scott Yeager fan. Get me that R, I Heart S Y Y shirt, seriously. Like I he's he care. like I really I really am a fan of him, but I was not a fan of him dragging somebody for fifty minutes. Well, no,
2: I agree with that a hundred percent. I know he's been good to other people, but I know he also hasn't been good to okay. Um
0: so, aside from the challenge, Love is Blind After the Altar is going to be on February 10th. Um, we ha- they have a new show on Netflix called The Perfect Match that's going to be um, all Netflix reality stars from Love is Blind, The Circle, Too Hot to Handle, all that. All in a different love show called The Perfect Match on um, premiering on Valentine's Day, February 14th. I know Michelle had talked about maybe doing um, like a cast breakdown for that. That would be awesome love to do that that'd be cool. yeah I
1: want maybe next time we can do like and it can be quick cuz like some of the people I don't even know but like I'm excited dom from the moles on like there's some cool people on it so I kind of want to do that.
0: Instead of like doing something like this next week we can do that that recap instead especially since we're going to be doing the challenge finale all in one. Yeah, I like that idea. And then we have a lot of pregnancies and babies that have have come into the world recently. Raven and Adam from The Bachelor, um, they are pregnant with their second child. Amber and Chauncey are expecting. They are due in May. Um, Kahuta and his fiance are expecting a baby. Kate from The Traders is having a baby. Um, Jessica McCain just had her baby a couple uh, week or days. I'm sorry ago. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of, a lot of babies in the reality TV world coming up here. And then we have so
1: happy for Amber and I was so happy for Kahada. I don't really know other people. Um, or I don't really care, but I was so happy for Amber. She's going to be such a good mom. She's so sweet. Oh my God. Um, and she's so patient and I feel like being patient is a huge part of it. And yeah. then Kahada, oh my God, what a gem that guy is! So I'm like really happy for him too.
0: Um, did you not watch Below Deck? Kate is having a baby. oh yeah, Kate, 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 yeah, I love Kate. Oh, Kate, I don't know who, I don't
1: know who, like who, if she has a partner, if she's doing this on her own or whatever. But I'm, she's awesome. She's gonna if you watch Below Deck, like she's so organized. She throws amazing parties. Like this kid's gonna have the best birthday parties ever, ever.
0: Okay. She's great. I love that. And then Raven and Adam are like, kind of Bachelor royalty almost. She was on Nick Viall season. They got engaged on Bachelor in Paradise. They've been together for a while and um, married and um, having their second kid. So very happy for all of them. Um, Hannah Ann from The Bachelor. She was Peter's original original winner before he broke up with her to pursue a relationship with Maddie. Um, she is now engaged to NFL player Jake Funk. He was on the... He's a running back. He was on the Rams Super Bowl team, and now he plays for the Colts. So happy for them. Um, and then a couple breakups have happened. Deanna, former bachelor at Deanna, she was married to Steven Stagliano, whose brother was on The Bachelor. Um, they recently filed for divorce. They're no longer together. And also Kyle and Alyssa from Big Brother announced their breakup as well.
1: Their second breakup, I guess, because then they break up on the show.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, for them. Okay. Next. That is actually everything. So um, we can wrap it up here for me things going on in my life it is negative seven degrees here in Lincoln Nebraska right now I'm very cold and last week I broke my toe so that is what has been going on in my life <laughs> I dropped my oh toe. what toe did you break um my my middle toe
2: oh been there
0: yeah I actually I dropped my phone on it and broke it
2: oh I was just walking and
1: broke it.
0: <laughs> so I'm a butt, these, so. These so. phones this day
1: are so heavy. You know, I'm not surprised. My phone is so heavy. I am not surprised.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of that's what's been going on in my life lately. Do either of you have like a little bit of an update for us?
2: Well, Jess and Ease this time I've been rec- like recording with y'all like I'm delirious because I've been up since 1am with my daughter who decided to get up and never go to sleep. And my husband's out of town. So I'm so exhausted. And then I have my sons who are calling me and going to different places. And then I had one of my close friends here and call me I think I left a little bit for that because she's getting married and asked me to be a bridesmaid so that's exciting that's what's been going on for like the I'm I'm just I'm so tired I've been up since one o'clock this morning
0: I'm so sorry well as soon as this podcast wraps I hope that you take a very long long nap we're awesome well
2: I hope Kyler sleeps
0: no, Kyler, go to sleep. Kyler, go to sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that's oh. what I'm dealing with. I guess that's a no. <laughs> I guess that's a no. I'm oh my gosh. A big no. Uh I don't there's not too much going on. Rhett just turned seven months old, which is unbelievable. Um that's I good. noticed his mouth was looking different, but he didn't have like any like he wasn't like fussier than usual, but suddenly two teeth have popped out. So I'm like, okay, this, kid's, this kid is full grown. I don't know. I'm sad. It's going by too quickly. It goes, um, it goes so fast. It, 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 it really does. Um, so that, that's where I met with him. And then I started watching Criminal Minds Evolution, which I was so excited. I used to love Criminal Minds when it was first on. And this is like a reboot of the show not a re- yeah yeah kind of but it's all the same people it's not a reboot i don't know what is it called when they just bring the same cast back is that a reboot too yeah, yeah I don't. Know. Yeah. yeah i'm at yeah. a loss for what the right word is but yeah okay um but it's 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 pretty interesting i really like it i used to i used to love the show so that that's been kind of fun to watch for me that's weird to say fun because it's all about like murders but yeah hmm.
0: well that's awesome. no i
1: love that show
0: i've never really gotten into that show but i'm really into um like law and order svu and law and order um organized crime so yeah I, it's kind of it's kind of like those uh but this one's more like they analyze the
1: behavior and try to profile what the killer would be like it's really it's just really like methodical it's very interesting i really i really love it i love it S- very good
2: Maybe Criminal try- Minds, and then my favorite show is Law and Order s b u
0: You have you been keeping up on the most recent seasons?
2: I have not because even with Criminal Minds, like after I had her, like I couldn't watch oh. that shit anymore. Like I got like, but. I've been re-watching, so I'm back in it now. Yes. And so, yes, I have with SBM, not with Criminal Minds.
0: I see. Well, if you catch up, let me know, because there's, um, yeah, the, the last couple episodes have been really interesting with, with Benson, and her and Stabler, like, almost kissed, and Olivia's like, no, what happens if it doesn't work out? And Stabler's all like, well, what happens if it does? And... Oh, my
2: God. I'm obsessed with them. But fun fact in real life, because I love she is my favorite um, TV show personality of all time. She is um, they're both like godfather and godmother to their real life kids. Like they are best friends.
0: Interesting. Yeah. In Interesting. real life for them. I like that for them. Well, okay. Well, that's it. I think that's a good way to end this show. A little bit of law and order there for you guys. Um, Thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.